Hello there, I am Rafael DiFuria, back at it again on another Friday night, and this Friday, I wanted to do a little bit of dreaming, a little bit of planning for the future, for a time when the lockdowns may finally be over, and especially with some news stories pointing to things might be getting worse here, actually, and more potential lockdowns, I am needing a bit of a diversion and to try to look towards a brighter future, so... This week, this this escape, this mental escape for me has come in the form of thinking about where I would like to go once this is all over. Because one of the common questions that I do receive is about where I recommend for traveling. And these aren't necessarily recommendations, but these are places that I would say are of interest to me personally as somebody who does live in Italy. But just before we get too much deeper into this episode, if you would like more content like this about moving to Italy, Italian dual citizenship, and living life abroad and expat life, be sure that you are subscribed with the notification bell turned on. And if you could also give this video a like and share it with your friends, that would be greatly appreciated because of course it does help out the project. And of course, a huge thank you to the patrons who make content like this possible on a monthly basis. Thank you all so very much for being a part of this journey. So when we're talking about Italy, of course, we're talking about not only a cultural experience, but a culinary experience. And for any foodie, that is going to be a big draw. So of course, for me, also, some of these places that I have in mind, I also have in mind because I'm interested in some of the foods there. Maybe some of the places I'm a little bit more interested in the views, but I also do prefer smaller places. And I'm not necessarily trying to get into a big city, although... One of the places that I am definitely looking forward to getting to is Naples. I've actually never been to Naples before. I've been living here for a while and I've been coming to Italy since I was a kid. But Naples, pizza. Of course, this is the place where you go for pizza, for a good old-fashioned Neapolitan pizza cooked in a wooden oven. Oh, this is a must. This is an absolute must that anybody has to have the experience of. And one experience that has been on the top of my list since basically forever. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do pizza, you come to Italy. But if you're going to come to Italy, go to Naples. Go, go, go. I am a huge fan of the Neapolitan style pizza, but I'm ready to have that experience in Naples. But like I said, I would like to get to some places that might be a little bit smaller. And so for that getaway, to get away from the world, a lot of us know about Lake Como, and I've been there, and I love it. And I personally can't wait to get back to a small village on the lake called Menaggio. And it is this cute, adorable, picturesque little place. And you can get there either by the windy roads that go along the side of the lake, or you can actually take a boat to get there from the town, from the city of Como itself. But even though I do like Lake Como... I would be very excited to go and visit Lake Garda just because I end up hearing more about Como in the English-speaking world, but Garda is a location that I hear more about in the Italian-speaking world, especially when I was living in Alto Adige and here where I live now. But of course this has to do with the location and the ease of being able to get there living in these locations, but... It is something that I know is on the top list for many people in the country. It's quite a large lake, and if I'm not mistaken, it actually sits within three regions of Italy. Lombardy, Veneto, and Trentino. But there is a lot to do and a lot to see, and just a lot not to experience as well. Just to be able to take in the lake and do nothing. Just sit lakeside, 
listen to the water, listen to the, the nature around you, but then also go and have some fun. There are some places where you can definitely go out and have some nightlife. And that's very much something that draws in a lot of people, especially a lot of German tourists. But even though I live in the Veneto region, and I could technically go there now, this is something that I look more forward to once things are back to some semblance of normal. And again, even though I live in the Veneto region, we can go around our region, but for the time being, going from region to region for us, is, at least at the time of recording this, is not possible. So even though the next two places that I'm going to mention are here in the Veneto, like I said, I'm waiting for things to get back to some semblance of normal, but maybe just before they become too normal again, I would love to get to Venice and experience the quiet Venice without all of the crowds again. There is nothing like that. I uploaded that video last May, or maybe it came out in June, whatever. It was at the end of May or beginning of June, and I had such a wonderful time there. It was an amazing experience. Of course, definitely a bit spooky to see so many things closed and and so empty and without people, of course, it's very sad. But at the same time, even though it had that air about it, I did enjoy it. And that was probably my favorite time that I've ever been there because I do love Venice. I do love the place. But when it's overrun with tourists, it really can become a bit much. But another place in the Veneto region that I would be very excited to check out also is Verona. I have only ever been through there by train or going from the train station to the airport. I have yet to have the chance to go and take the time and go see the old city, to go see what's in the center. I'm not saying I'm looking to go to the Romeo and Juliet balcony. I mean, there's also, there's debates whether they actually even existed. And then I've even heard, I don't know if this is true, but the balcony on that house may not have been added until the 20th century. So yeah, Juliet balcony, <laughs> definitely a romanticized place. If I walked by it, of course, I'll go check it out and Go stand outside. Not saying I'm necessarily curious enough to go in, especially as a single guy. I mean, like, hey, I'm going to be romantic with myself. Like, what's going to go on? Like, what's the deal here? What's the point? <laughs> but one of the reasons why I'm really interested to go see Verona is because when I speak to Italians, it ends up being a location that they say would be of interest to them to live in. And I'm talking about, again, within the areas that I've lived within. And then also, I have spoken to other people from other parts of the country, but it does seem to be a very interesting choice, especially for young people. And even when I was living in Alto Adige, I knew somebody who used to take the train from Verona to Bolzano every day for work. And that person said, yeah, it was a great balance. They really loved living in Verona and having the experience and, and having that to be their home, getting that Italian experience, but earning a wage like you might up in Alto Adige. Definitely not recommending that because that is a lot of travel to and from, and I'm sure those travel bills build up very quickly, especially on the train, but is an interesting concept, I would say. And I really do think that it goes to say something about the place itself that somebody would be willing to travel so far that they wouldn't live in the same city as their work, but they would choose 
this location to live in. And I have yet to hear anything really negative about living there. And especially with how close it is to Lake Garda, I mean, how can you go wrong? But another place, especially thinking about food, that I would be very interested to go and visit is Parma. Why? Parmesan and Parma ham. <laughs> For me, it's really as simple as that. I have a fascination with it being able to go to a place that has the name is the the name of the food that is famous from there. Like, okay, fine, a hamburger isn't really from Hamburg, but I definitely had a hamburger while I was in Hamburg. <laughs> can't say it was the best, but I had a hamburger in Hamburg. I can't wait to go have a Frankfurter in Frankfurt. So you, you see where I'm going here. So Parmesan, Parma ham, prosciutto. Okay, fine. In Italian, they call it prosciutto crudo, but at least in English, we do call it Parma ham. <laughs> but I also, I'm not a big cheese fan. I'll admit that. I really, uh, unless it's on pizza and we're talking about like mozzarella, maybe scamorza, but Parmesan, Ooh, there is something special about that cheese as a non-cheese person that I really enjoy. There's all different types of cheese that pretend to be Parmesan or try to get really close, but there is nothing like Parmesan. Another location that I'm very interested to go and see would be Catania, down in Sicily. I really enjoyed my trip down to Sicily a couple years back, and seeing Palermo is really a wonderful experience, but I want to see another side of Sicily, literally the other side of Sicily, over in Catania. People I have spoken to who are from Sicily said, oh, no, 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 you've, you've seen a great part of Sicily, but wait till you get to Catania. If you thought you loved Sicily, go to Catania and talk to me again. So I can't say if one is truly better than the other, but it has definitely made me curious enough with how much I really enjoyed my time there to go and see another part of the Sicilian island. I'm also going to include a few honorable mentions because what I've spoken about for the time being are probably some of the most interesting places for me. Not that they're the most interesting places, but they are the places I have the desire to go and see. And another place that I haven't been to before is Florence. There's a few reasons for this. Basically, it comes down to a lack of general interest in going. Of course, I am curious to go and see it because it's Florence. <laughs> and Actually, from where I live, it is quite accessible to get there when you can get there, when it's allowed to go there. <laughs> but of course, this is all within the idea of what things will be like one day when hopefully there is some sign of normal again. But I know for a lot of people, it ends up being one of the main places that they have of interest when coming to Italy. There's the Venice, Florence, Rome trips to down to Naples that a lot of people end up taking here. And... I like things that are off the beaten path. Even though I did say Venice and Naples in this video, Florence just has never had that pull for me. But I would actually be very curious to see it and, of course, try one of their steaks. I've only ever once had a Florentine steak. It wasn't in Florence and it was overrated. But I am curious to see what a proper Florentine steak looks like. I mean, we're talking about a pretty big cut of meat here and the way that they cook it is maybe a lack of cooking <laughs> it ends up being pretty uh rare on the inside i can't say that i mind that too much I, I don't if it's the right cut of meat a little rareness or 
a bit of rareness is not something I mind. And of course you have the leather stores there. I've heard about all kinds of crazy deals that you can find on leather goods there. So that is something that I am very curious to go and check out. Maybe pick up a hat like this, but in leather. I don't know. Maybe something for the winter. Let's see. Or some gloves. That could be fun. But another honorable mention, even though I am not a fan of the places where the tourists run off to, the Cinque Terre. I mean, because this is a classic, iconic picture that you'll end up seeing of Italy all over the place. When you're, whenever you're looking at travel websites, the Cinque Terre always end up just popping up somehow. Also, Positano. I hate to admit it, but the Instagram pictures of all the Instagram models up in the in the the, the side streets and on the beach has definitely piqued my interest. I can't say though that it's one of the top places that I'm looking to go to, but definitely a place that I have some curiosity about. But of course, also if you're in that part of the country, then Sorrento and Salerno. Just because why not? <laughs> I know a lot of people end up loving that area and really falling in love with Italy because of those places. But anyway, I realized that a lot of these places maybe aren't so much off the beaten path. We did talk about some places that aren't so off the beaten path and some places that really are very much the beaten path <laughs> directly on it. But maybe in a future video, I'll talk about some other places off the beaten path that I know would be of interest to me. So of course, if you're interested in more content like that, be sure to let me know, especially if you're here on YouTube, be sure to let me know down in the comments section below. Or if you're listening to this podcast, be sure to come over to YouTube and search for the video and let me know in the comments section what your thoughts are. And even if you have any questions about specific places, I'll try to get to them if I can in a future episode. But anyway, thank you again so much for joining me. And of course, a huge, huge thank you to the patrons who make content like this possible on a monthly basis. And thank you so much for coming to check out this video on another Friday night. Of course, if you haven't seen my last video in the new series of interviews with expats around the world and other individuals who may have some interesting information about what you can do to take on that expat life, be sure to check out the first episode that I released talking with an American who now lives in the favela of Rio de Janeiro and get a little window into what life is like there because we end up hearing so much about the beautiful parts of Brazil and, and hearing about the carnival and the this and it's one of those places that I know I wanted to know more about because it does come up in the news from time to time, but we so rarely get to hear what life in the favela is like. So be sure to go check that episode out. I also released an exclusive podcast episode that is audio only and only going to be available on the podcasting platforms where I talk about some things that I've never spoken about here on YouTube before and will very likely never go into just because, well, anyway, you go check out wine. You'll, you'll, You'll find out why the reason is. But of course, thank you again for joining me on another Friday night. Of course, I am Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you all next time. Later.